Howdy doody, everyone. Quick little bonus episode for you. We're not back really on air until the 29th of January. So we've still got a little break, but we couldn't miss this opportunity where, as you can tell by clicking on it, we're chatting to the Rubens in this episode. And they're currently on tour. They're playing at Drifter's Wharf on Thursday, the 11th of January, which is hopefully tomorrow. It could be today depending on when you get around to listening to it or depending on when we get around to uploading yeah, it's, it. It's the start of the year. We're a bit slow off the mark, you know. Everyone's on holidays. Um, cut us some slack. No, uh, but we should, it'll be up before the show. You know that. And we do hope you enjoy this chat. It's um, it's really cool. We cover their new music, uh, the fact that they have been our intro song forever. Um, they're touring everything in between. Spoiler, if you're from Victoria, you will feel either maybe insulted or complimented by what they have to say um yeah it's a, it's a good chat <laughs> yeah li- likewise brisbane or, or queensland as well yeah, yeah and on the central coast you feel nothing but flattered as it should be so enjoy and feel flattered as you're f- flattered yeah is that the yeah. word yeah flattered sounded sounded wrong in my sound like flattened you're thinking of flatulence I'm thinking of flattened <laughs> Which is the opposite of flattened. Oh, yeah. Why would they make... <laughs> Don't feel flattened and, and you can fart. You can. Why would they put two words that are so similar but have completely opposite meanings? Like flattered and flattened. I mean, this is a great question. <laughs> and and, and I'm, we, we'll email the dictionary, um, yep. all of them, about Oxford, this English language. All the others. <laughs> Weird setup, yeah. <laughs> uh, but please enjoy our chat with the Rubens. This feels like a really long time coming, and we might get to that with you guys shortly, but Eamon and I, we're so thrilled to be joined right now by the Rubens. Guys, thanks so much for coming on. Thanks for having us. Yeah, thanks for having us, guys. How are you doing? We're fantastic, and the reason I say it's a long time coming, our intro music for Homebrewed, since we started our radio show over six years ago, is Hoops by you guys. No way. Really? Yeah, that one. I don't think we've ever had that. That's sick. Wait, it's not the whole. It's not the whole thing, is it? Yeah, no. Not the whole song. No, it's just we play out the full three and a half minutes, and then we come in. The show's only only seven minutes, so it's half your song, and then we just chat for a few minutes. No, great. No, it's funny. We've kind of had this since we um since we kicked off that like you know we haven't spoken to the Rubens and they're like the 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 soundtrack for our show. We've got the intro of Hoops, um, and I was actually saying to Cam today, I was like, it'd be really funny if we told you guys this. And then, like, have the chat, beautiful, chummy. Three days later, we get a cease and desist email from you or something like that. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, we love it. No, it's um, it's been really good, though. And it's, it is seriously such a long time coming and so nice to have you guys on the show. We've got you in the middle of a, a summer tour, um, which is going to take you to Drifter's Wharf on the Central Coast in Gossip, which we're going to talk about a little bit later on. But first of all, how has the tour been so far? You're hitting a whole lot of dates, and I saw that there's been a a lot of shows sold out which must feel awesome yeah it feels great like every show sold out like so far except for maybe cops harbor or something yeah like i think that. it was cops yeah. it wasn't but, but yeah tonight sold out yeah they've all been great like the crowds have been awesome yeah the time can, scotty yeah i've had a mad time like yeah. yeah the crowds have been awesome it's been a little bit you know a bit of time but you know since we last played as well so it's just fun for us you know the first i think i reckon the first show and the second show were a bit nervous there's a couple of new songs as well that we we haven't played live, so 
we sort of, you know, dusted off the cobwebs a little bit and, yeah, we feel better now and it's like, yeah, we're having heaps of fun. So it's just, yeah, good to be back on the road eating Maccas and, um, <laughs> yeah, playing some tunes. Is that a typical, you know, onto a diet for you guys? You just It you really just, is, yeah. You, yeah. Don't, you don't have time to eat anything healthy. Like it's, it's pretty bad but also very good. I get excited <laughs> to eat like a dog. Yeah. <laughs> and it's only, like, it's only like a month of your life. It's yeah, fine. you'll be right. You, you, live. Can, you can fix it. Yeah, it's like when you're on holidays and you just have full. It's like everything's on holidays, including your your attempts to be healthy, uh, and you feel no guilt for that, which is really fun. Exactly, and you, yeah, you yeah. sweat it all out on stage too. Exactly. I found it interesting to hear you guys still get nervous for shows. Like you guys are obviously seasoned veterans of Australian music now, with um with you know a healthy kind of a list of shows tours that you've done, albums, accolades. To hear that still after that little bit of a gap with the new singles, you're getting nervous to play some shows. Is that just something that will never leave? Has it kind of come with the new music thing or? No, it's always been there. I just reckon, yeah, if you're not getting nervous, I think you're probably not pushing yourself. And yeah. like, we, well, the other thing is, is we, we all went away on holidays and Christmas break. So we, it was a while since we re- rehearsed. So that's probably another reason. But it just means you care. Like if you, yeah, I think if you're not getting nervous, I, I think that's weirder. Yeah. Couldn't say it better. Yeah, and I wouldn't probably say like, you know, we're a nervous wreck. It's just like you just want to get the show dialed and get yeah. all your... And it definitely helps with like going on stage as well. I reckon you get like a bit more energy from the nerves. Yeah, you get so it makes it a better show. It definitely makes it a better show. But like uh, you said, it just means you care. Yeah. It's good. Yeah, it's that early adrenaline that sort of kicks on and then after that. Do you, do you settle into yeah. it, I imagine, after the, you know, halfway through the first song or does it take oh, a bit longer? Yeah, exactly. Yeah, sometimes yeah. it takes a bit longer, but yeah, usually it's like after the second song. I mean, in it. Th- these shows that we've been doing, like everyone's been really keen. It's good because we started up in Queensland, and they're usually like ready to go. <laughs> they're, they're a bit crazy up there, so that's that's fun. <laughs> so I think we started, you know, started up north, and then um, which gives us like you know some breathing room, and then yeah, everyone's been keen. It makes it easier for us because everyone's like happy and stuff. Yeah, but if yeah. If, Sometimes you look like in the front row and they're giving you jet stares. That's a bit nerve-wracking. Nerve <laughs> that would be one of the worst feelings, I think. You're like, how do I win these people over? Because I'm giving everything I've got. It's, yeah. it's You know what it is? It's like um, the boyfriend of the girlfriend that's come and they're just standing <laughs> yeah. there sometimes like, what did, what did you drag me to this? I feel like some, most of the time it's like that same person will come up to you after the show and be like, oh, my God, that was the best set I've ever seen. <laughs> yeah. It's like the people that just don't really – you know, I'm, I'm kind of the same with shows as well. Sometimes. Yeah. If it's a band I really love, I just, I'm just really like concentrating a little bit. Yeah, yeah. I don't know. It's interesting. Oh, so it's just a, a bad case of like resting bitch face, unfortunately, for those people in the <laughs> front row. Because so, yeah, my yeah, first yeah. reaction, I'm, I'm like, if you're, in, yeah, I was, if you're in the front row, I was like, well, surely you, you can't be in the front row and then be sour. But maybe, as you said, they're just, they're just actually that enamored yeah. by, by you guys. Yeah. And, yeah. yeah. They'd be the best people to win over, though, the, the boyfriends of the girlfriend who's brought him along. And then if you can win him over by the end of the night, then, you know, you've done well. Yeah, we're definitely, yeah, that's that's our aim. And another <laughs> thing that um that we were kind of curious about your nerves for is you've got the Hottest 100 coming up this month. You're pushing hard and you've got this fantastic new single, Good Mood. All falls down. which, you know, feels like a, a, a fair chance to do quite well in it. Do you still get nervous for these types of things, this big national competition? Of course, we know you took it out um, with our very own intro song back in 2015. <laughs> so do you, yeah. are you getting nervous for that this year? And how's the process been kind of preparing with this fantastic brand new single? I reckon we always get nervous. Eh? Yeah, yeah, but 
I, yeah, I think definitely doing like well in it before has like like made us feel a bit more relaxed about it now. Yeah. Like it's really cool to get like it's cool to get in and like I think because we've been like a band for quite a while now as well, it's good to, you know, if you get into it, it's good. Like we don't really, I don't think we're too worried about like how high it goes. Mm. Like as long as, as long as we're as long still as like releasing music that we love and like people are still connecting with it. But yeah, I don't get, I get way more nervous for shows than that. Very interesting. And we've got that, that new single, Good Mood, that's, that's going to feature in that. So catchy and the pace and the rhythm of it, it was just one of those ones that when I first heard it, I was like, I don't know, it just has that really, really good pace to it. It's a really, really nice yeah. sounding track. Um, tell us a little bit about that one because it's featured highly now and is probably the one uh, that you're urging people to vote the most for, I imagine, in the Hottest 100? Yeah. Well, it's funny you start talking about the pace. Like, it's probably – because most of our songs are probably float around, like, 90, 100 BPM. So, they're, like, they're quite slow. This and is the fastest this song is, got, This is right? probably one of the fastest yeah. songs we've got. As we, like, touring more and more, like, I think we just wanted to write songs that were, like, fun to play live and they've got a lot of energy live so there's a lot of ways to do that but i think having a fast song it breaks up the set for us that's what we wanted to do so it was it's probably intentional to have yeah. a bit of a faster song and it's been really like well received by like the audience as well they've been yeah. loving it which is cool it, i mean it's very well titled because it puts everyone who hears it in a good mood so it's... yeah 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 i like to think so yeah i knew you guys would say that yeah, I know, we had to. We're probably to. not the first to say it either. Yeah. <laughs> I'm fascinated by your process because I, I heard in an interview that you tend to record demos yourselves in your own little recording studio and then you take it to a recording studio and say, okay, this is what we've come up with. Let's build upon it from here and do what you need to do. Are you ever tempted just to do everything in-house and skip the whole recording studio process because as – you know, we know you've been around for a long time. You're very experienced. You probably have the technical know-how to do it that way. Are you tempted or you enjoy the whole yeah, going to the studio process? We do. And like we do like we still do most of the recording ourselves. Like Elliot or Sam will demo it and then we'll take it to Will's recording studio and record like all of the rest of the instruments kind of ourselves. And then we'll work with another producer to kind of get it just like to the next level kind of thing. Like, yeah, we do. We've already, yeah, we've already kind of started like doing like the last two records we recorded almost exclusively ourselves. And then like, it's just that yeah. last little bit, which like we'll bring it, bring in a producer for. So we're getting more confident. Yeah. So that. even when we're tracking like all the instruments, when we say we're going to the studio, we actually mean we're going to our studio and it's not like the, <laughs> I don't know, this other place that we are not familiar with and it's kind of stressful and things like that. It's like our sort of happy place, like it's a bunker and that's Will. So Yeah, it, our base player used to sleep in there. Yeah. <laughs> but it's a really good space like where we can just relax and just like, you know, we can just do one tune a day or take our time when we're feeling like we've got energy and things like that. We mentioned before that you are playing at Drifters Wharf. It's happening this Thursday, the 11th of January. You have a bit of a, you haven't played on the coast for a while, but you do have a bit of a affiliation with the Central Coast. I know you guys last year, some point, you did a writing session up at the Grove Studios. Obviously, yeah. you're, you're yeah. very well connected with the Central Coast. What about the area sort of brings out some of your best creativity? Well, it's just beautiful. You know, it's like, it's got everything there you can. Yeah. My, and a good thing about that place for me personally is my brother lives there now. So he lives in Terrigal. Yeah. And also well, both our managers live there as well. Yeah. yeah. But also like you were saying, like the um, having the Grove there is just like, you know, like you can't help but be creative in a space like that. And it's so cool that that's like something like that does exist there. Like it's one of the best studios in Australia. Like there's also just such a good music scene there as well. 
a lot of good up and coming like new Australian bands. Like we just we didn't we never realized like how many good bands come from around that area until like until we did that. Yeah, and then I think one of the things that we want to concentrate on is it's you know is going to places that don't always get music. I think sometimes Gosford uh, they get missed out a little bit. So it's all it feels good to go somewhere that don't you know they're not they're not always getting talent coming through. So yeah, it's a it's a it's a win win really. It is something that's probably changed a lot since the last time you were on the coast, um, in yeah. large, yeah. you know, partly to, you know, one of your managers who's, he's streamlined a lot of the, the communication around music on the central coast. And he's had a really big input yeah. drifters wharf, uh, where you're playing yeah. on Thursday, also a massive part in that. And it's so cool because previously we'd sit here on the coast and see Sydney, Newcastle and go, well, we're in between, but no one's playing a show here. So yeah. it's awesome that you guys are, yeah. are doing that. Yeah, I yeah. feel like almost like there's more going on there than Sydney right now. It's kind of crazy. Right, we're going to package that up and play that to anyone from <laughs> Sydney that we can find. <laughs> yeah. uh, no, it's really nice to hear that. And um, we're, we're glad it's received that way from the bands. We're obviously huge advocates for the scene here on the coast. So it's lovely to, to hear that it's um, seen that way from your end. Speaking of, yeah, of, sure. of places that kind of get your creative juices flowing, you guys are from Camden, another beautiful part of the world. I've seen some really cool competitions that you're running on your Instagram. A trip for Sam to go somewhere overseas and film a, yeah. a music clip. He ended up going to Brazil. Do you guys feel a little bit gypped that you weren't invited? <laughs> you be left out. Yeah, big time. Yeah. <laughs> At first, I was like, I don't know, like I wasn't that jealous because it was like going to be like a forty-five hour flight or something like that, all up. It's, you like, know what you call it? It's called lead singer syndrome. <laughs> He's just flying off on his own trip. <laughs> Yeah. At our expense. Yeah. And he did have a good, um, we've got the video back and it looks awesome. Nah, it's, it's sick. And it looks like he had a good time, but he also did almost get robbed. Uh, yeah. So it doesn't, yeah, we, we kind of dodged a bullet there as well. Like he was filming a bit of it in like a, at a samba practice outdoor, like kind of favela kind of scene. And then like he ended up getting dragged into this like little side street by this old woman yeah. who like had to like communicate with him through like Google Translate on her phone. And she was like, you're about to get robbed. You need to leave now. So like wow. he packed him into like a taxi and he got out of there. Yeah, he, he went out the back door and got into a, like this unknown taxi and he thought he started to freak out and think that the taxi is part of the plan and all this, you know, oh like he was God. getting abducted and all that. Yeah. <laughs> so... But yeah, yeah he's safe and sound, but yeah, it wasn't all, you know, it wasn't all rainbows. Because he did joke about yeah, that. Yeah, In one of the videos video. he posted, he joked about, oh, yeah, there's a bit of crime here, but, and then he made a joke. Yeah, because yeah, we didn't realize, like, it's apparently, like, real dangerous over there. Yeah. Like, it's a beautiful place and everything, but, like, yeah, yeah. you got to, you know, you got to watch yourself a little bit. That's gnarly because I was just looking at the video where he's on a beach giving observations about Brazil and I was like, this looks beautiful. You guys must, you know, know. Be, be, be shaking your fist back here in Australia. But, you know, when the robbery yeah, yeah. thing happens, it kind of balances it out, I guess. Yeah. But he got a lot of good footage from it, which is good. Apparently, <laughs> yeah, it just sucked that he couldn't get any footage from the robbery because I think it was not the robbery, but like, you know, yeah. just before he was about to get robbed because apparently he chucked the GoPro down his pants that he was filming on. So, yeah, but that's not, footage you can't include in the music video. Footage. Yeah, it's going to be like two minutes of Sam's balls. <laughs> <laughs> Ended up the rating up from yeah. PG or M to, to a rating we can't play. Yeah. Um, now, in terms of, of new music, we have obviously Good Mood, which we've been rinsing here on Homebrewed as well. Um, and we've had three singles that you dropped last year. We're fresh into 2024. I saw another Instagram post that said new new year, new record with a with a cryptic, uh, what are they called, Polaroid photo. So are you able to shed yeah. some light on what this all might form a part of and what you're working towards this year? 
Definitely a new record. Yeah, definitely a new record. Just drip feeding like singles. Yeah, um, all the, everything's done. We don't have a name for the record yet, but we know when it's coming out and we know when the next singles are coming out, but we got what, like another, another few singles yeah, that come out through the year and just like a lot of touring, maybe go overseas. But yeah, new record real soon. Are you taking suggestions on the title? We might be able to brainstorm. Yeah, for sure. That's the hardest part about making a record is coming up with a name. Well, firstly, all titles are welcome. Firstly, band name would have been incredibly difficult. That, like any band we talk to, they spend hours on a band name. Yeah, we didn't. Yeah, because we didn't really think. Yeah, we never really thought anything was going to happen. So, like, we we don't have a name. Like, what are we going to come up with? And then Sam came up with the Rubens. Like, I think it was like the day of the show, right? Yeah, it was literally the day of the show, and it was it was pretty much because his younger brother didn't like our music, and his nickname at the time was Ruben. So it was a bit of a fu to him to say the Rubens. Yeah, and anyway, it stuck. That's funny as ruining that now. Now he's our te- he's our tour manager now. Yeah, <laughs> so he's got to like the music. Yeah, yeah. And with the new record this year, I'm interested because we've got you and you guys have such experience within Australian music release strategies. In 2024, are you approaching things way different? Because one thing we've observed a lot of is these kind of singles releasing. Whether you'll almost mm-hmm. release a whole album via singles and then be like, "There's the album there," or it's happening over a much longer period. The way people consume music now is so different in terms of streaming and not necessarily needing full bodies of work. So is that kind of informing what is going to go into how you at least release this album or write it even? No, not nothing to do with really how we're like we're writing it, but like we're definitely going to take our time with the releases. Like we've got a fair few singles, but like we kind of want to just give it a lot, like a lot of time, just tour as much as we possibly can around the singles as well before we kind of release the album. But we haven't really, we haven't really thought too much about. Yeah, we're still releasing pretty much the way we always do. And then, how do you treat a tour? Obviously, you're on tour at the moment, and you'll be, as I said, Drifters Wolf this Thursday. How do you then treat playing these kind of shows with you have unreleased music, but you've also got a massive back catalogue that fans adore? Like, how do you strike that balance? Yeah, it's kind of it's kind of hard because a lot of the time you're a little bit worried about whether the fans are going to get bored by the new stuff. We've got like maybe like four four new songs. People have seen. I think the way we've built the set, we've scattered them around and we've picked the songs that we think will go really really well live. Yeah, it, it is hard to sort of strike that balance where you don't want you don't want to play for too long where you're boring people and trying to play everything you got. But yeah, it's pretty much just bangers and bangers, yeah, bangers and mash. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's a it's a it's a bit of, it's like a short and sweet set, but like just all like all the songs that we think people would like to hear from like the old albums, and then yeah. just like a few few bangers from the new one. Yeah, because that's how you get some of the best feedback from an audience, right? Is when you're playing it live. I mean, you said it's all done, yeah. so it might not be able to tweak it before the album's released, but it's good feedback yeah. for you guys, if not anything else. Exactly. Yeah, and you can even think about like you know maybe if a song's not doing that well, maybe even swapping around the singles or something like that. Yeah, but true. Yeah, we're yeah. lucky. Like so far, like everyone's just been loving it. Yeah, I mean the proofs in the pudding with you both your ticket sales and the reception um, for, from what you've told us, which is is so so cool. Do you do anything with like you mentioned the state base, like the, the Queenslanders are pumped up, super energetic, a bit bit crazy as you move down yeah. the coast? Do you ever tweak your approaches to sets or? characterize different states and the people from them in different ways because well i was in adelaide uh the other day and i'd never been there before and it's just funny because we're a continent so you are the equivalent of kind of going from country to country anywhere else you'd be going to country to country and everyone has their different culture and approaches because they call a pint 
they call a schooner a pint in South Australia, which I found out. No, and thought that was right. Yeah, and I'm like that's a that's cultural. Like you can't do that. We're the same country. You have to call a pint a pint, but they just do it completely <laughs> different. So with all these little cultural, yeah, that's, illegal, I, that's what I thought. And I was like, what do you call a pint? That they don't even really have one. But that aside, that is obviously there's cultural yeah. nuances that vary from city to city. So do you approach sets differently or anything like that when you when you travel around the nation? Mentally, you might. Like it's just more of an expectation. So. Yeah, like we don't actually like change any songs around or anything like that, but like we know that we know we have to work harder in like maybe Victoria or something like that. <laughs> yeah, they're not as rowdy as they are in Queensland. Like I feel like it's easier in Queensland, maybe. So you have to try a bit harder when you get down, you know. Yeah, yeah. Down there. Yeah, but I th- like to be honest, everyone's really quite, you know, energetic and stuff. I think we're lucky with our fans and people who come. Like they're everyone's pretty, pretty upbeat. So definitely can't complain. But. Yeah, just your expectation. Like, yeah, we always, yeah, sort of feel like maybe Victoria is a little bit, bit of a not a lull, but just like, yeah, it's, it's a different audience. Yeah, they just watch. Yeah, they watch they, shows differently. It's bit. like it's like they're more intelligent. They're like analysing you. You know what I mean? Like it's like like an interview. They're like sort of watching you and uh, how you play and how tight it is, and just they're really like going into those nuances about how you're playing. Whereas, you know, New South Wales and Queensland, they're just, they're just out for a good time. They're just like, they're jumping around, they're you know, having lots of drink and it's, just, it's, a, it's, it's a party, you know? They're too spoiled in Victoria, that's why. <laughs> so, so much live Don't music happening down, down there. They've got the, the Don't notebooks post down in Victoria. <laughs> <laughs> uh, well, we can't wait to see you when you grace the wonderful shores of Drifters <laughs> Wharf in Gosford. Hopefully, the rowdiest and best crowd of the whole trip. The, um, we'll just say oh, that. Sorry. We'll just say that anyway. Um, but <laughs> yeah. se- seriously, um, Zach Scott, thanks so much for chatting to us. We really appreciate it. Um, and we can't wait to see you hit the Central Coast. We can't thanks very much, boys. Thanks, Eves. Thanks for that, guys. It was an awesome interview. Get it all at www.homebrewed.au. Why is it not your internet homepage right now? Yeah, if it's not, I, I don't see any other reason why you would need to use the internet other than to access our content. <laughs> and if there is another reason, I'd like you to email it to me and I can deem whether it's worthy or not. And that email can be found at www.homebrewed.au. Ta-da! Sorry, and farewell. Sorry.